you can see these large footprints embedded into the carpet, creeping along the wall ninja style. She raised her arms up over her head and started to come towards me. Oh! And she had her mouth open like she was screaming. I hear my sister on the top bunk say, Ashley, you could see pieces of her hair being twirled in thin air. But now all of a sudden the green orb comes towards our truck and it shoots out over the mountains into outer space. It is gone. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fist. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up in just a little bit, we have multiple cases of ghost scratches. Yes! <gasps> oh my gosh. And remind me, I have pictures to show you. Oh my gosh. We got photos of That's this stuff. That's the best. Also, we've got a story about a haunted bar in North Texas. She's chewing on the wires. My always. Cat, always. She sneezed on my papers. Too. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I was like, why are my papers wet? <laughs> We've got a story about a haunted bar in North Texas. And we're, it's evidently so many things happen there that we're Ooh, looking for other people yes. who've had experiences there. Quick reminder, send us those haunted AF doll in the hall challenge videos. Scare somebody you love. Yes, we are encouraging that. And then send <laughs> us the video so we can humiliate them. Okay, not really. No, and haunted AF will not be responsible no. for anybody having heart attacks or being shot in no. the process. So I'm so glad that you put that, that little asterisk there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could actually win 200 bucks worth of goodies from wickedcatclothing.com. Yes, and they've got all kinds of cute little sweatshirts and t-shirts that say like Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Love Mary it. or Official Ghost Hunter. Oh, I so, like that one too. Yeah, check out their website, wickedcatclothing.com. We did get our first Doll in the Hall challenge yes. from Justin Alcala. Oh my gosh, that was the cutest. It was adorable. Total bust. Yeah, total. Kid was not scared at all, no. but it was still precious right, so the bar has been set pre- <laughs> there you pretty go. low pretty All you, low. really if you find somebody that jumps yeah you might win two hundred dollars <laughs> baby uh, we also have to send love to our new patrons we have panda or Jinjin. she would go by either name hey panda uh, hey panda matt whiting heather wilcox nikki Escara, alfredo lopez melanie krugel also big love to nick and Lindsay because they became annual patrons Yay. so again you can find that at patreon.com backslash haunted af all right you ready to do it Yes. Okay, this is from Cecily. Hi, Julie and Rebecca. This is Cecily from Virginia. I love your guys' show. I think you guys are so funny, and you make me laugh, and you scare the crap out of me all at the same time. So I thought that I would send you some of my ghost stories. The most recent stuff happened when we moved into our current home back in December. Um, It's uh, an old farmhouse down here in Virginia. Uh, The original part of the house was built in the 1700s, I think the 1770s. Wow. I have two boys and a girl. My boys are 21 and 16, and my daughter is nine. So the very first day that we moved in, um, my boyfriend and my daughter and myself had to run out, and my younger son, the 16-year-old, was up in his room that is connected to his sister's room. And he's sitting on the bed and he hears a little girl's voice say hop. And he says the dog heard it too because she like her ears perked up and she looked in the direction of my daughter's room. And he just assumed it was his sister. So he goes in there and he doesn't see her. So he goes downstairs and talks to my older son to find out that we're not even there. Abby's not even in the house. Um, So that kind of freaked him out a little bit. That night, my older son who had the bedroom downstairs hears again a little voice in the hallway around midnight say hello being the good big brother that he is he thought my sister got confused it's her first night in a new house so he gets out of bed and he walks into the hallway 
nobody there. Abby was sound asleep upstairs. A couple other things that this little girl ghost has done. She has unplugged air fresheners from the wall and dropped them in the sink. She woke my boyfriend up saying hi to his dog and the dog responded to the voice as well. So my boyfriend was a little freaked out that night. But I think probably the scariest thing that she's done was one night I'm laying in bed. My boyfriend hadn't moved in with us yet, so I was by myself. And I heard something downstairs like a chair move. Um, so I assumed one of the boys had gotten up. So I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm listening and nothing. And I'm, I'm slowly drifting back to sleep, but I know I was not asleep yet. I was in that weird half-asleep state. Yeah. And I feel the covers behind me get tight like somebody had just laid on the bed on top of the covers. So I whisper, I said, you're not allowed on the bed with me. Please go away. And the second I say it, the covers lift up. And it feels like nothing's there again. And she hasn't really bothered me since. She does still occasionally talk to my boys. She's moved some toys in my daughter's room. She likes my daughter's Elsa doll. <laughs> I know another oh. Elsa doll. That's so crazy. But oh. she doesn't, she's not haunted. She just moves her. Um, she's haunted. But yeah, that's, haunted. that's my little girl ghost. <laughs> occasionally we do hear her cry, which is kind of sad. Oh. But yeah, she's not, you know, malicious or anything. She's just kind of there. And if you have time, I'll tell you one more story. I adore Halloween. Like, my favorite holiday, hands down. I change my background on my phone to something creepy. I change my ringtone. <laughs> so this one particular Halloween season, I believe it was the beginning of October, I had a job cleaning a car dealership after hours. So I was in the building cleaning, and I'm literally the only person in the building. So I'm cleaning the the upstairs offices, and I have my phone in my pocket, and I've got some music on, and I'm just, you know, singing along. And all of a sudden, I hear this awful Vincent Price-esque laugh. Like, (laughs) I dropped everything I was doing. I turned around and, like, booked for the door, and it took me a solid 30 seconds before I realized that was my text message notification that I changed for Halloween. So I scared the crap out of myself. Um, Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Keep up the great work. And I will be a faithful listener forever. Thank you, Cecily. She forgot. Do you think it was, you know, the Vincent Price yeah, uh, thing at the from, end of Thriller? Yeah, where he's like, exactly Oh my God, that's so funny. Nice work, Cecily. Oh, hilarious. All right, so let's talk about these ghost scratches. Yes. Because we've actually gotten three stories recently. Love it. That have happened in the past month. Ooh. Yeah, so in fact, the third person is a little freaked out and they did not want us to share the story. Oh no. But there was a photo with that one as well. So Did you get the photo though? Um, yeah, I'll okay, show you. Yeah. Uh, so this comes from Fatima. My brother and I were home alone while our parents went to the store about three years ago. And they never came back? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's what you got from it? I don't know. I was like, wait, did they not come back? And they never Sorry. returned. And they never returned. End of end. story. Um, we were in my room. I was cleaning out my closet and my brother was sitting on the bed against the wall. I was having sleep paralysis issues and had seen a tall black shadow. So I asked my brother, do you believe in ghosts and all that paranormal stuff? He said, hell no. And laughed. <laughs> okay. Uh, but about three seconds later, he just fell off my bed. I asked him what the hell happened. But he was on the floor, pale 
AF. And with this confused look on his face, he jumped up and ran out of the room without saying anything. So I ran after him. We got to the kitchen and I had asked again how he fell. He had this shaky voice and said, I don't know. I was leaning against the wall and I felt a strong push. (laughs) What the f*** did you do? I said, dude, I was sitting on the floor right in front of you. I looked on his back because I've seen way too many episodes of Ghost Adventures and saw this on him. Needless to say, he's believed in the paranormal ever Ever since. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay, you got to show me this picture. Look at that. Oh, my God. Yeah, that ghost is like, you shut the f*** up. <laughs> oh, it literally, it slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> oh, poor dude. It's like, take that dick who doesn't believe in me. <laughs> okay, and then we got this note from Thelma. This one freaks me out. Okay. Hello, ladies. So weird things have started happening in my sister's house. First, my brother-in-law recorded the juice lid going up and down. <laughs> what? I'll show you that in a minute. Okay. I'm oh, my God. Do you have a video? I'm gonna, yeah. I think that could just be the air trapped inside the bottle, but he says no. But now I'm worried because my two-year-old nephew woke up and complained of a hot leg this morning. Mm. My sister turned on the lights and she noticed an imprint of three fingers on his leg. She said it was hot to the touch. <gasps> Thanks, Thelma. So here, let me show you the picture. Oh my gosh, that is straight up That's three, like three fingers, fingers. And, and a palm. And a bit of a palm. It looks like a handprint. So I'm posting the picture. Oh. This has not been altered. I thought about filtering it to try right. to make it a little more visible. It, you don't need to. But you, you can really, see that. Yeah. It's so, red. It, which is really creepy. And the other yes. Ghost Scratch photo that we got was very uh-huh. similar to this one. I will say, though, the OJ lid opening and closing, which the video really cracks me up. Mm-hmm. I think there's something about, like, citrus-based things, like orange juice or okay. ketchup. Yeah. It like will, ferment. Yeah. And builds up gas. Like, anybody who's ever waited tables... Has yeah. had a ketchup bottle explode on that them. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. So I'm thinking that that's what it is. Like throw out that OJ, but it is pretty wild. <laughs> I love that so video. Wa- I want to see it. So this next story comes from Matt. Hey, love your podcast. <laughs> Amazing hey. show. I jumped on board a couple months ago and binge right. watching all of it. I haven't caught up yet. I've got a UFO story. And by the way, this is Matt out of Sacramento, California. So uh, I would say it's about 18 years ago. Me and the wife are out on the porch. This is Vallejo, California. And um, I always made jokes to her. Hey, stick around with me, kid. And you're going to you're going to see some stuff. And that (laughs) night it did happen. I can't remember what we were doing. I know we were sitting on the porch, probably just hanging out. And then I noticed a big, swollen, like, saucer. But it was really hard to tell it was a saucer because it had a lot of bunch of lights in the middle of it, kind of flashing on and off. I would guess that it was about two or 3,000 feet up. Yeah, it was just kind of slowly going across the sky. And the first thing I was like, look, look, I told you. And she was, of course, flabbergasted. We almost thought it was a blimp, but there was no little compartment on the bottom where people are. It was just completely like a football-shaped swollen saucer, if that makes any sense. Funny thing is, after we had saw that, my buddy, the next day at band practice, because I've been playing music for many years, had asked me if I noticed that thing in the sky. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you saw it too? So three of us saw it that night. It was amazing. Anyway, love you guys. Keep it up. Go, Rebecca! Yeah! <laughs> Check out my band, veronicalucia.rocks. 
And uh, thank you guys for letting me spout off. All right, have a good day. Bye. Bye, Matt. That, that's the guy who loves you. Oh, that's, okay. That's, I was like, what? That's Rando. That's that's Team Rebecca. Okay, awesome. You know what I think? I what? think the aliens have like party buses, and they're just coming down to like look at us like a glass bottom boat. That's exactly what they're because they doing. got the lights going yeah. and they're all drunk and dancing. Like, right. Look like at when, the stupid humans down there. Like when we go to Mexico and we get a glass bottom boat and look exactly. at fish. Exactly. But alien style, baby. It's funny because I had a different take. I thought it was either bloated and on its period. <laughs> maybe it ate too much. One too many carbs that day. I don't know. Maybe that's why it's flashing its light so much. And maybe yeah. people won't notice. It's like a warn, a distress signal. Like I'm in distress. Yeah. I, my cramps. Yeah. Or don't come near me. I will f*** you up. That's where I am right now. I'm swollen. I'm flashing my light. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're next. Okay, so this next story comes from Frankie. Hey, hey, Frankie here. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. First of all, that baby from the last episode has to be real. Oh, my gosh. We got to talk about the, the baby. When yeah, we did, we're okay. Frankie, Let's not forget that. The baby. Um, so my story comes from my aunt who works at the hospital at UCLA. She said a patient, an elderly African-American man, was expected to pass soon, so his family hoped to take him home and let him pass in his own bed. The evening before he was scheduled to leave, my aunt walked into his room and took a quick peek inside. At the foot of his bed was a young African-American boy in knee-length brown shorts with suspenders, a white shirt, and a little newsboy cap. He was playfully tossing a ball up and down. My aunt passed, then took a step back for another peek, but the boy was gone. The family came to pick up the man the next morning, but he passed away in the car before they made it home. That's really sad. I hope that was like somebody from his family was or with past him. I or know. something. That's so sweet. Okay, back to Mark's crying baby because we got lots of emails and yes. comments about it. Some mm-hmm. people were saying they thought it might be a rabbit. Do rabbits make sounds? They do. Like that? They, they make really sad, distressed sounds. I did not know that. So, um, but here are my thoughts on that. Okay. I don't think it's an actual baby underground because he's hearing it at the same time every night. Right. And if that was a real baby, it would be crying all the damn time. You're absolutely right. It yeah. would be. It would be nonstop until somebody went and found that thing. So yeah. the fact that it's happening every single night at three o'clock, paranormal activity isn't mm-hmm. repetitive, you know, the exact same night right. at the same time. That's why I'm certain that Mark's husband is f-ing with him. <laughs> I seriously, and That's you know, the conclusion, and you know how Mark said, no, when I yeah. showed him the video of the baby crying, he threw my phone and got all upset. Right. We know if you pull a prank on somebody, you are an Oscar winning mm-hmm. performer at that point. Fact. Sorry, Mark. That's what I think is going on there. Oh, one more update from last episode. Mm-hmm. You remember Chris, the witch in the woods? Yes. And he sent us the video of driving down that street just to show us how cool it <gasps> was. Well, I kept trying to upload the video. I wanted to put it on our YouTube. I couldn't get it to upload. Rebecca, I spent 30 minutes trying to get this thing to upload. And I was getting so frustrated. And I literally, I literally had the thought, well, she must be a witch. And she's got some sort of Harry Potter spell on the woods. And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) But I had that thought. Like, it really, Yeah, I'm a grown woman. I'm a mother. They let me drive a car. (laughs) And literally, I thought... 
she's got a Harry Potter spell on these woods and that's why I can't upload it. And I was like, mm-hmm, and went on with my day. Right. Um, Something's I, wrong. No, nothing's wrong with you. I appreciate that story and think it, you're absolutely valid in your thoughts. Thank you, because we've been hanging out together no, too long. hold on. How <laughs> many times have we done something involving some sort of paranormal or another and the technology is the first thing that goes? It goes, I know. Right? Well, like, well, like your phone has frozen, what, at least three times when we've gone to investigate something. Yeah, that Batteries Rosa, get drained. Yeah. The Connie Rosa and Carrollton. So who's to say that there isn't something at play here? Because you're crazy like me. Shut up. <laughs> okay, so this one comes from Matt. I used to travel to Dallas a lot in the 90s when I was the service manager of a medical equipment company. The owners were really cheap and they always made me stay at this rundown La Quinta. On one of these outings, I'd been in bed for about 10, 15 minutes when I felt that creepy someone is watching uh-huh. you feeling. I opened my eyes and of course saw nothing. I then rolled over and hovering no more than 12 inches from my face was this dark shadow sort of shaped like a person, but only the torso and head. Out of nowhere, a deep voice said, I have to tell you what happened to me. (laughs) 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 I have got to tell you. You will believe. I jumped up and turned on the lights and there was nothing there. For the rest of the night, nothing else happened, including sleep. The next morning as I checked out, I asked the girl stationed at the front desk if anything weird had ever happened in my room. Uh, She kind of froze, didn't even look at me or answer my question, which is also pretty weird. And again, that's from Matt. I asked, he says that that's the La Quinta in Farmer's Branch. Ooh, maybe we should go check it out. I know, or at least give them a call. I I, really want to know about that ghost day. I want to know what happened to him. (laughs) I'm like, something nuts certainly happened to you, honey. Must have been a crazy day. Yay. <laughs> All right, so this next story comes from Amy. Hello, Haunted AF listeners. My name is Amy, and this is my ghost story. It happened on Inauguration Day 2001 in Charleston, South Carolina. My husband and I had gone downtown, and we ended up in a graveyard. I sat down on the edging around a grave to take a rest, and my husband walked on down the path through the yard. As I sat there, about 30 feet away from me on another part of the path, I saw a woman. She was wearing a white dress and a white cloak, which she clutched underneath her chin. I called my husband over, and he came back down the path, stood next to me, and the same woman reappeared about 30 yards away. And then she came to stand on the straightaway with us. We got sort of a tense feeling, like maybe we were intruding, that she didn't want us to be there. So my husband said, come on, I think we need to go. I said hi, and then turned to leave. But when she didn't speak, it seemed strange. So I turned back to see why she had not. Oh my God. That was so That was like, what was that? So she was looking at me. She appeared completely solid in her body and in her her dress, um, like any person that you might see. She was very pale. She had a strand of gray hair that came out from beneath her cloak, but she had very strange eyes. The whole eye socket was filled with a blue light, and this light radiated out. I was sort of shocked, and then my husband nudged me that we needed to go. So as we turned to leave, all of a sudden, this woman just catapulted toward us, um, like zero to 60. We thought that she was going to knock us over. So we braced for the impact, and then there was nothing. What? What happened next? There was nothing. The end book? I don't know. (laughs) 
Amy, terrifying. You got to write us back and let us know you're okay. Uh, Yeah, are you alive? Because it really was abrupt ending. (laughs) I know. I got to say, I'm really impressed that she was able to finish that story. No kidding. Yeah, we're almost not able to finish the podcast after that (laughs) lightning or thunder or whatever the hell that was. She's like, oh my goodness. Anyhow, so then this woman. She was so casual about it. I was like, good Lord, how did you not poop your pants? Because I damn near almost did. That was was crazy. Uh, Our next story comes from Lisa. She says, hi, gals. One of my best friends was talking about your podcast during a camping trip. That's so awesome. Love it. Uh, Over the summer, and I have not stopped listening since. Thank you. I love your show. Love you too, Lisa. Yeah, we do. Uh, I am from Northeast Ohio, but have lived in Dallas-Fort Worth since my 20s. I'm a musician, and after moving to Dallas, I joined an all-female band that played pretty regularly. You rock, girl. I love this woman. Uh, One of the places we stayed was called the North 40 in Dallas. I have heard of this place. I feel like I have too. Uh, It was a roomy place with a large dance floor and a good-sized horseshoe-shaped bar. We usually played on Friday nights and I would go set up my drums prior to the rest of the group getting there so we wouldn't be tripping over each other. As the band members arrived and we were setting up their things, I walked over to the bar for some water. The owner was drying some glasses and asked me to wait just a sec. Suddenly, I felt someone grab my sides where my ribs are and squeeze hard enough to make me jump. Oh, like when somebody gooses you? Yes. I hate that. God, I love doing that to people. Of course you do. Of course (laughs) you do. I don't like it when it happens to me, but I'll do it to somebody else. Yeah, because a little bit of pee comes out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course, I jumped and I turned to see who had done that. My bandmates were so crazy, I thought for sure it was one of them. But no one was there. I looked all around me under the bar stools and the tables, then up to the stage where I saw every one of them still up there working. I must have looked puzzled because the bar owner asked me if I was okay. Well, hell no, she's not okay. (laughs) After a second's hesitation, I jokingly said, I think so, unless you have ghosts in here. She gave me the most curious look and asked why I would ask that. So I told her exactly what happened. She asked me to come to her office. She opened a drawer and took out a picture of... I shit you not, the very end of the bar where I'd been standing. There were two girls in the picture, obviously celebrating, and standing behind them was a young man with a mustache. I mean, it was unmistakable. You could see his facial features clearly, but he was foggy around the edges, and no legs showing beneath him. Yes! The owner proceeded to tell me that there were numerous occasions of people getting pinched, having their hair pulled, or being tickled in the same spot near the bar. What a creep. Tickled? (laughs) It's a great documentary, though. For the record, we've been trying to get David Ferrier on this podcast forever. So if you know him, please Please hook hook us us up. up. Uh, What I wouldn't give to have a copy of that picture. Maybe your DFW listeners will know the place or knew the place and had an experience there as well. If so, I would love it if they'd contact you. The bar is no longer there. I think it's a Domino's now. But I do wonder if they have any weird shit happen or if the ghost has just moved on. Oh, wait. (laughs) But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> it literally is. There really is. Actually it literally more. says it that. It says it, and I didn't see it, and it's in bold. <laughs> and I've also read this prior to us recording. <laughs> Good God. It's all right. I'm a hot mess. It's all right. I was living with a bassist from Burleson at the time, and the next night we were sitting in the living room talking about the incident. I said out loud, honest to God, this is true. I hope he didn't follow us home or anything. No sooner had those words left my mouth
mouth when the electricity went completely off. He's there. I yelled, oh my God, and literally <laughs> ran over to where she was sitting. We both sat there for several minutes trying not to lose our shit when she stood up to find a flashlight. As soon as she moved, the lights came back on. Of course. We never had an issue with the lights out again. Coincidence? I think not. Mm-mm. But I will never forget it. Thanks for a great show, Lisa O. Arlington. Oh my God, Lisa. Okay, so everybody. Oh, that was you, intense. Here is your challenge. We have to find more people who have had experiences yes. at the North 40. Yes. So, uh, so I reached back out to Lisa. Her band was called Blind Date. Ooh, I like. She sent us a picture. They're <gasps> so cute. Yay. They're so cute. They're like the bangles, but cooler. Oh my God, I, I love it. Uh, but she said she's actually on this Facebook page with a bunch of like former Dallas musicians Ooh. and that they've all started talking about it and other people are like, oh yes, I had an experience there. One person said, I might be able to find that photo. Okay. So if you have any stories, anybody we can contact, yes. anything about the ghost of the Dallas North 40, is that what it's called? Uh-huh. North 40. Give them the email address. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Again, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. And send all your other ghost stories as well. We like them written, recorded, audio, video. We want it all. And don't forget your Doll in the Hall challenge videos because uh, there's $200 worth of goodies from wickedcatclothing.com on the line here. This is a legit contest. Yeah. I know you people aren't taking it seriously. (laughs) But it's real. (laughs) But it's real. It's real, guys. And it's going to go on seriously. So like October 28th, which is going to be our final episode of the season, that's when we will announce our winner. So get those videos to us. They don't have to be great. They just have to be something. Uh, So coming up next week, hopefully we're going to be sharing all these stories about the Dallas North 40. Hopefully we're going to be getting those. Also, we're going to tell you the stinking haunted bathroom ghost story because I forgot to tell it this week. I played it last week and didn't do it. Also, got this really wonderful story about this man looking for his dad's missing dog tags. That's all coming up on the next Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 